0: Hello friends, welcome to another podcast. My name is Dr. Jason Wiggins and I am your Gen Z and millennial expert. Welcome to March 30th, 2021 and happy Tuesday to everybody. How are you on this beautiful day, wherever you may be? I'm so glad to be here today. And I'm excited about today's podcast, episode number 128. And what I'm excited about today is about what we get to look forward to going on post-COVID, moving from here, getting all excited about what's in store for us. And that today we're going to talk about optimism. Optimism is about thinking ahead and getting excited about what's going to be how we're going to enjoy life, how we're going to be able to do the things we always wanted to do. And talking about springtime and a great time for spring cleaning, a time of optimism. For example, we have baseball starting up here uh, Most for most of everybody. On April 1st is the beginning of the baseball season for the professionals. And it's just an exciting time. You have... You have the uh, national uh, championship final eight going on. And then you have you have just the aura in the air, knowing springtime is here. And that's just, just a part of the excitement that we get to have and that's in store for us. And optimism about our future, our lives, and everything that we have a chance to do and are going to do with the right mind frame. So today we're going to talk about mainly optimism and how we can harness that optimism, to succeed in life overall. I do want to share a story first. Like I always talk about, you know, nobody knows your life better than you, which for me, I like to share examples of my life and, and how I can use that to be optimistic as well. Today, I had my very first T ball practice as a coach. Now, I volunteered as a coach, actually, an assistant coach. However, this week, the coach is off on spring break, and that means the assistant coach has to take over the duties. Well, today was my very first practice with my son by myself, and so I had a whole plan of what we're going to do. We're going to throw the ball. We're going to roll the ball. We're going to catch the ball. We're going to hit the ball. We're going to run the bases. So I had this whole grand plan. And again, I volunteered because I want my son to be able to experience father and son. And I get to be a part of that. So we are started up and we started. I had all the kids run the bases. There's only like six or seven kids in Little League for each team generally. And so I had the kids run. Hunter, my little son ran at the first base and he started crying. He sat there and started crying. Why? Because he was losing. And it wasn't losing, the kids were just running the base. But in his mind, it's all about winning, it's all about losing. And you know, he just sat there and cried. So I tried to continue to have him step aside while I instructed the other kids what to do, but he still sat there and, and just cried. And then we started doing some other things. We started fielding. So I started rolling the ball to all the kids so they could field. And he he fielded the ball just fine, but then he just started crying again. So my optimism for my son is, I know there's better things ahead. I know that whatever it is he's going to achieve, he's going to have success. But he has to also realize that it's not about winning and losing. It's about participating as a team. And so my optimism is, He's going to get over this and eventually understand that it's a team game. It's about having fun and it's not about winning and losing. And I was able to basically instruct the rest of the team for the next 30 minutes. And fortunately, other parents were watching him while I was helping the other folks, you know, learn how to hit. And again, T-Ball is basically about having the kids have fun while well, trying to get them to learn some of the basics. Now, I've never played baseball before. I organized baseball, I played in the park and things like that when I was a young kid. But I also know some of the basics, how to field, how to hit, how to catch the ball. So I felt like I, add, I do add some value. But that was my optimism for the day, knowing that better things are ahead, even though right now they are a little bit rocky. And, you know, I I, I believe he likes baseball. And I'm not one of those parents that's going to force him. uh, You know, if he doesn't like, he doesn't like it. But I asked him if he likes it. He says he does. So we'll continue to play this season. We'll kind of go from there. But he is only four and a half. So I do have to take that into account. But now let's talk about Gen Z and Millennials. Let's talk about, what's in store for you in optimism? I mean, let's look at it this way. Imagine not having to have class online via Zoom, being able to go back to college, be able to go back to dorms and do the things that college kids do. I mean, a lot of kids are still doing it, but it, but it still has been sanctioned in a lot of ways, meaning you know, there's lots of rules, mandates that only allow you to do certain things. But once we are able to go full time, uh, enjoying school, enjoying what the atmosphere is, same with work, imagine no more Zoom meetings, be able to go back into the workplace, be able to talk to work folks, and, and do the things that we've always been used to as employers and employees. And that is a form of optimism that we get to look forward to. Yeah, it may have been great for a while to work from home. And maybe some people got used to it. I ask you, did you ever get used to it? You might say yes, but after a while, you want human interaction, real human interaction. Now, I've had, I guess, the fortune or misfortune determining how you look at it. I typically work with folks every day. Uh, you know, and I'm in. I'm definitely around a lot of people, so that opens up the chances uh, of obtaining the virus. So I continue to take my daily vitamins. I continue to be optimistic that I'm doing the right things to prevent the potential spread. However, most of the folks I work with do not wear masks, so that also increases the risk a little bit. But I always wear a mask. I'm optimistic about the future. I believe that it's going to be a better place soon and we just have to be patient. But once it is, imagine, imagine 40,000 people again going back to baseball games, football games, soccer, just everybody going to the beach and not worrying about the virus. I mean, that is what we get to look forward to. Now let's let's move past the virus for a second and let's talk about let's talk about uh, our futures about the opportunities, the optimism that we have for our, our lives and how we can make better lives and build better lives and, 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 and be happy again. I mean, I can tell you for a while during the pandemic, it, it was difficult to be happy at times. Why? Because you saw so many other people that didn't seem like they were happy. I mean, the, 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 the pandemic really put a lot of stress on a lot of people I've been very vocal. I had lost my job that I had for a couple of years that I really enjoyed. Uh, It wasn't the field I wanted to be in. It wasn't my dream industry, but I did enjoy what I was doing because it was managing. And that's what I enjoy. But other things I'm optimistic about, I'm optimistic about my current organization that I'm working in. I oversee two different divisions and they are both doing very well. Actually, the company as a whole, uh, the for, we are going to make money for the third month in a row. And they've never made money. And I've been there, what, six months? I mean, I'm by no means am I saying it has anything to do with the things I'm doing there. But I am at least good aura, if anything, of turning the organization around, uh, at least the two divisions, because... We are now making money for the third month in a row, so it's exciting. We're building something special. I'm optimistic about how we're going to look in the future, how we're going to grow, how we're going to become from a small regional to a regional to to a national company, and why? Because we've got big plans. But that's where optimism comes in. You got to have, you got to dream the big dream. You got to have the big goals. You have to make the steps that it takes to achieve those. And that's why I'm optimistic because I know that I have a plan and I'm following that plan. It's like a rebuilding job for a sports team. Maybe they lose X amount of games for five years straight and they're terrible, but they continue to get draft picks. They continue to find good people. They build good management teams. They find good employees. Uh, These are the things that it takes to build a winner. And that is part of optimism is you have to have the mind frame where winning is an attitude. And if you think that you have the personnel that's going to work with you, that's going to build a great team, that is half the battle to succeeding. And I think that's what we've done so far within the divisions is continue to work to build a good team and to see that everybody has the knowledge and let everybody do their work, not micromanage, not do the things that are going to suffocate a a team or individuals from performing at a high level. But again, that goes back to optimism. Optimism is not just a word. Optimism is a mental mind frame. Optimism is is a pattern of winning. Optimism is learning lessons, optimism embodies so many different parts that it takes for the, uh, the, the whole to be able to operate within a winning atmosphere. And that is why I think every single one of us should be excited because we are going to see a transformation of something where maybe there's hardly any traffic on the road. Think back at the beginning of the pandemic. So we're talking about the end of March, about two weeks after. If you were on the road, you're probably at home because you were forced to shut down or working from home. But I was in an industry that was an essential business. And I was driving to work in San Diego on the five freeway. And I was going southbound and I would look at traffic coming northbound There was maybe one car on the road for miles at 7.30 in the morning, close to rush hour. That was what the pandemic did during that time, and it shut everything down. So while I did work for a few months afterwards, I would be going to work and there was no traffic. Now, once I was let go in early June, I was no longer out on the road as well. But I did see a lot of people on the road as the pandemic continued. Why? Because people were getting used to it. They were optimistic that maybe the pandemic would end, but who knew we were still at the beginning, but now we are getting closer to the end. We're getting close to be able to see the freedom. We're getting close to be able to look at the, the things that we want to achieve, getting back to our normal lives. Like I said, if you're a baseball fan, being able to go back to the ballpark, and enjoy the atmosphere. Enjoy the game. Uh, if you're sports, if you have a sports background or you enjoy sports, going to see other teams play, uh, going back to see friends again. A lot of people are getting vaccinated just so they can go see other friends that have been vaccinated and not wear a mask. Why? Because they're optimistic about the future. Now, some people don't believe in getting the vaccinations. That's fine too. But again, we have to be careful. Uh, you have to continue to work to achieve what you want to achieve. If that means uh, you know keeping your health in check by wearing a mask, then so be it. Continue to do so. Uh, if you're looking to figure out new ways to succeed in business, then continue to be optimistic. Find your own path. If you're maybe laid off on a job currently and you're not sure what to do, find your passion. harness that passion and turn it into a business. And for a long time, well not for a long time, for a little short time, I was trying to start a consulting business and it wasn't getting off the ground as fast as I could. Um, And I was also looking for a lot of jobs too. And fortunately I found a great position that I'm currently at and I had to put the consulting business on hold. I'm gonna keep the name, I'm gonna keep everything in check. It doesn't mean I'm giving up on it by any means. But one day, if the opportunity presents itself, then I'll continue uh, moving forward with the consulting business because that's another passion of mine. Consulting is about helping others find their way, especially Gen Z and millennials. Again, I can't overstate how Gen Z and millennials probably have the most difficult time to be optimistic at this point because if anybody, the pandemic has affected more would be nobody. It was because the most that have been affected is Gen Z's, is millennials, and all the service industries shut down. Uh, a lot of the industries that are prevalent for millennials and Gen Z shut down, and that means uh, you had to. You basically having to start over. you basically been uh, you've been hit back. Uh, I mean, we know that millennials have really been hit back several times. But thankfully, they're a very resilient group. Uh, Gen Zs are experiencing the same thing, and they'll be resilient as well. That's why optimism is so important. Optimism is just not a word. It's a way of life. It's the way you uh, lead yourself. If you lead yourself with a glass half full, you are going to be much more successful than somebody that works within a half-glass-empty approach. The happiest people are the ones that are optimistic about their life, their friend's life, and the people around them. So again, I was super excited yesterday to talk about this topic. But then what happened was my episode ended up getting deleted. I think I hit the wrong button. So it was 100% my fault. And then I followed up with a short podcast after that. But again, as always, I appreciate everybody's listenership. You guys are amazing. I want you to remember that the only thing you can't do is the limits you put on yourself. Meaning, you take off those limits, you can succeed in anything. Don't let anybody tell you you're not good enough. If you put the effort, you have a game plan, you have an optimistic attitude, and you're willing to work your tail off, you can do it. I know my son struggled in baseball, but I know that he is going to be able to do it when he puts his mind to it, and I'm optimistic about that. So please continue to uh, – employ. I implore you to continue to be optimistic about what's ahead. Good times are ahead. Better times are ahead. And I cannot wait till we are on the other side of this pandemic, and we are all – having fun, and enjoying our life and freedom and have moved way past this pandemic. So again, as always, thank you very much. Uh, If it's in the morning, afternoon, or night, be safe, take care, and I can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.